0: Hey, outcomes rocket listeners. Thanks for tuning into the podcast again. Tired of your business's healthcare costs unpredictably increasing every year? Healthcare costs are typically a business's second or third line item expense. And if you're like most employers, it's an expense that's growing faster than your revenue. Luckily for employers, Novetta Health has the solution. Novetta Health is a full service healthcare consulting firm with proven strategies to lower your healthcare costs by up to 30% or more. They operate on a fee-for-service model and never mark up any of their medical or pharmaceutical claims. None of your employees have to leave their doctor or pharmacist either. Their health captive and pharmacy benefit manager are the most cost-effective and transparent solutions in the whole country. What they do is not magic. It's just honest. So, if you're tired of overspending on health insurance and want to learn more, visit outcomesrocket.health/save for a free spend analysis to see how you too could save by switching to Novetta Health. That's outcomesrocket.health/save for your free spend analysis. outcomesrocket.health/save. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Daniela Corren. She's the CEO at Arches. Daniela is a successful serial entrepreneur, mentor, speaker, and healthcare customer engagement expert. Her goal is to think outside the box, remain agile, and focus on the results. Her career focus has been to harness the power of education and positive relationships to help make the world a healthier place. Her dedication to patient education, direct response marketing, technology, and analytics have been honored with awards such as Top 50 NJBIZ Women, and that would be New Jersey Businesswomen, right, Daniela?
1: Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Just want to make sure I got that right. (laughs) And collectively, her companies have earned over 60 industry awards for innovative work in the digital patient engagement sector. Her verticals of focus include oncology, women's health, cardiology, rare disease, and specialty surgery. We were going to cover a lot as far as her perspective on business in the healthcare space, and it's uh, truly a privilege to have you on the podcast, Daniela. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Now, did I leave anything out in your intro that you want to share with the listeners?
1: I think you covered it. We're definitely honing in on oncology. Arches has decided in the past year to kind of focus in on that vertical. So, you know, that's sort of an update since you got my bio.
0: Awesome. So maybe we could uh, focus in a little bit about that on the podcast today. So what made you get focused on healthcare, Daniela?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I sort of fell into it. I don't have a medical background. My major in college was philosophy. And I always knew that I wanted to work in advertising or marketing. And I got linked up with somebody who was leading a department at what is now Gray Healthcare. And, um, she brought me on and said, oh, you know, we have this uh, Procter & Gamble client and a couple of food accounts. We're doing some health marketing for food accounts like decaf coffee and fats and oils. And I thought, oh, you know, well, Procter & Gamble is a great client, and this is a nice person, and I might as well, you know, take this job. I didn't really understand what medical marketing was, and I noticed that everybody around me was working on other things like diabetes and cardiology. And I was over there working on food brands and realized that (laughs) eventually (laughs) I would need to get to know some of the... uh, some of the more data oriented products that were um, being marketed as well. And so I just, you know, continued to work in that sector and uh, I sort of fell into it, but um, I've been there ever since.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, from food you eat to the amount of sleep you get, all the lines really inevitably can lead you in the the healthcare. So it's pretty cool to hear your beginning story. So you've been in the business for a while now, several different companies, lots of awards, success. What would you say a hot topic that needs to be on health leaders agendas today? And how are you and Arches addressing that?
1: Yeah. So our hot topic and what we think should be on every medical leader's agenda is patient education and preparation. So, What we work to do with different types of healthcare organizations and also life science companies is really work on helping patients reduce their fear and anxiety around their health conditions, their treatments, their procedures, and we know that we can do that by giving them the right information at the right time and really preparing them and giving them the relevant content that they want in the way that they want to receive it. And so when we talk to medical leaders, especially at healthcare organizations, they know that it's important, but it, it is not necessarily a top, top priority. And there's been so much in the on the tech side of things, there's been so much work being done in the EMR space in terms of integrating those platforms into the operational work streams that it's kind of like, well, we've been working on this tech stuff and we need to take a little breather. And there are some functions within EMR platforms that are good in terms of appointment reminders and things like that, that definitely have been shown to impact outcomes and impact patient engagement. But I think that we really need to strengthen the connectivity between the patient and the healthcare system at a time when time is getting a lot scarcer, appointments are, are getting shorter, and healthcare providers are also getting scarcer. There's going to be a shortfall of physicians. More and more as the years go by. So, yeah, we are working on everything that we do is about how to deliver the right content to a patient or a caregiver at the exact moment that they need it so that they're less fearful and anxious about the treatment that they're going to be going through.
0: Love it. Yeah, very, very key. And you're right. I mean, the amount of time that physicians spend in the office with patients is really decreasing and a lot of times you'll leave the doctor's office not knowing what to do and you have questions and that fear and anxiety is very real. So it's, it's fascinating to hear this is the core focus. It's a big need. Give us an example of how you and and the company are doing this and could be maybe highlighting one of the products that you guys offer or or just diving into a case scenario.
1: Yeah, sure. So we're working right now with uh, a group called Kettering Health And we have a product called My Care Compass, which is for cancer patients. And it's completely integrated with their EMR platform, Epic. And so the beauty of this is that the minute somebody goes in and schedules an appointment, let's say, for their first infusion, the Epic platform will send our platform, which is called Keystone, a message to say so-and-so has scheduled an appointment. And based on business rules that we've designed with Kettering, our platform is able to deploy information before and after that first infusion. So based on years of working with cancer patients and deploying content and looking at that data, that engagement data about what people want and when, we have designed a program where we know when to send out, let's say, the first video on how to get ready for your first infusion and then the next email or the next text message or the next phone call. And that cadence is something that we are really perfecting over time as we look at the engagement results and see and even talk to patients and oncology nurse navigators to say, hey, you know, was this information? Did it come in time? Was it clear? Did you get value from that video or from that content? And what could we be doing better? So we're surrounding an appointment or a milestone for a patient with the right content at the right time. And also it's important to know what channel they want to receive that information is because one size doesn't fit all. So not everybody is going to respond well to email. They might prefer SMS. They might prefer a phone call. And what this has really done is reduces the uncertainty. And so what we hear from healthcare centers is there's a lot of phone calls, a lot of questions before an appointment because of that anxiety, because patients and caregivers are fearful about the unknown, they call the office a lot. And so, you know, we believe with preparation, we're going to reduce the amount of burden on the administrators and really help patients and caregivers go into these appointments in a more positive way.
0: Fascinating. And what I find very, very interesting is that the decision to integrate into EMR and marry the solution to the workflow. I find that, you know, one of the biggest areas of struggle that folks that are trying to play in this space that are having having difficulty getting engagement is this is that they're trying to somehow insert themselves into the workflow, but I think, Daniela, what you and your team did of integrating into the EMR is crucial. What was the thought behind that?
1: Yeah, it was, I mean, this for me, after spending my entire career basically working on patient engagement, until we've been able to do this, we've had to rely on patient-reported information. In other Mm -hmm. words, somebody needs to opt in and tell us where they are in their journey or what treatments they're taking or what appointment they have next. And that may be accurate the day that they tell us that information, but it completely changed the next day. And so The beauty of this, I like to call it zero degrees of separation between the patient and the healthcare system because no human has to intervene. They don't need to give us the information. It's all automated. And so this kind of opens up a whole new world of opportunities because we don't need to talk about things like reprofiling a patient's information. We know exactly where they are and we receive the data at every single touch point along their journey. So for example, with Kettering, we have a few different modules going on. One is for infusion chemotherapy patients. And so we've picked out a few different milestones along with their clinical team, by the way. We didn't do this on our own. We work with oncologists and oncology nurses and administrators to figure out where are the gaps, where are you getting the most phone calls with questions. We also have a module that we just did for immuno-oncology immuno- and immunotherapy. And we had a conversation with them last week about what's next, and it might be oral oncology. They actually brought up that they like to do a module on ostomy, which we hadn't even mm. thought about ostomy yeah. care. But what they were saying is that patients are so unprepared, and right. they don't understand what's going to happen. A such a change. Yeah. They're so emotional yeah. when mm. they arrive that they don't pay attention to what anyone's saying about the care you know, in the future, how to how to replace the bags and so on. And so this is the right time to really come in and develop a module for something that we would have never come up with that. Um, I think it's, it's really interesting to go to the point of care and talk about those gaps and those pain points sort of feet on the ground and then develop the modules from there. So this is sort of an organic process for us in oncology specifically. And, um, the epic integration, EMR integration just makes all of this it's a whole new world. It makes patient engagement go to the next level.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, a fascinating approach. Obviously with, with EMR, you know, even even the best have issues. <laughs> so I'd love to hear, whether it be on that and that aspect or or even on the business model, a time when you had a setback and what you learned from that setback to make you and the company better.
1: Yeah, you know, with EMR integration, it's that probably wouldn't be the example of the setback. Everybody cringes when we say EMR integration because um, it's sort of that that Everest. It just is.
0: It's like taxes, Um, right? You gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta do it. You You can't avoid it, it and it's painful. (laughs) In fact, tomorrow.
1: So the Epic integration really wasn't bad. There's actually technologies out there that help us sync up with Epic. But there have been other... Barriers, other um, mistakes that we've made, and areas where we could have known better. One example that I was thinking about was more in the area of engaging with metastatic breast cancer patients. We were working with a life science client a while ago, and we were developing patient engagement, sort of disease awareness for these these metastatic sufferers. And we're developing visual assets. You know, we were deciding what the look and feel of this education should be and what color it should be and what, what the name of it should be, you know, at the top of the email or what have you. And we just assumed that we should make the visuals pink because that's sort of the breast cancer color, right? I know, mean, all, all the ribbons and the walkathons and everything, everything yeah. is pink around breast cancer. And at the last second, I think the client had said, you know, let's just do a sanity check with the metastatic breast cancer patients and see what they think of these visual assets. And we did. And they absolutely hated the pink. And what we did, <laughs> yeah, it,
0: was, was it
1: really was. Well, what we didn't realize is that they don't associate themselves with the uh, general breast cancer population, the adjuvant population. They see themselves as, you know, sort of in a different camp, almost having a different disease altogether. Mm-hmm. And they want to be recognized for metastatic breast cancer, not for breast cancer overall. And so that was a really important lesson in terms of always talking to the patients and caregivers that we are wanting to develop deep relationships with, because just something as simple as a color could be really off-putting. And you know, we need to understand the patient mindset. We need to understand what they're going through. If we ourselves haven't, gone through their experience, then we really can't know unless we talk to them about what it is, what their perceptions are, how they're feeling, and and what they're going to respond to the best. So that was kind of, it was a way back when kind of example, but it's one that has really stuck with me and my team in terms of always bringing the patient into the conversation.
0: It's a great insight for sure. So, what's the the opposite side of that coin look like? One of your proudest experiences with the company to date?
1: Yeah. So, I think that they're definitely what I was talking about regarding catering and this integration with an EMR platform. This is going to really stick out as as one of the proudest moments in the company because of everything I described all of the advances that we've made technologically and we've been building our platform since 2006 our platform keystone and it's gone through many iterations it wasn't cloud based in the beginning and then we kept enhancing it and working on it and honing it based on the needs of the industry and so to be able to get to the point where our platform can integrate seamlessly with an EMR platform is definitely one of the proudest moments. If I had to pick another one, I would say just I've built a couple of companies and building a team has Mm -hmm. been an amazing experience. Just coming up with a common set of core values that we can all sort of rally around as we're working with our clients and working on this important patient education business that we have, just creating a strong company culture, I would say. And looking back, uh, that would be you know another highlight for me.
0: Wonderful. Yes, yeah, so you guys are definitely doing some great things. And folks, if you're curious about the work that Daniela and her team are up to, the website is archestechnology.com. ArchesTechnology.com. You could find more information about how they're bridging this gap between providers and patients. And also go to the website outcomesrocket.health and check out Daniela's podcast. You'll see links to her company as well as things that we've discussed, a full transcript, the short notes, everything will be there. So tell us about an exciting project. I mean, it sounds like this is the exciting project and maybe we could dive deeper into it, or maybe you have something else that you want to share.
1: This is really the exciting project. I would say yeah. if I had to pick another, though, we have a patent pending technology that's AI powered. And so, Interesting. Uh, yeah, so one of the things that we're really interested in doing as we're sending out all of this education and content to patients, we wanted to figure out a way to optimize that content with artificial intelligence. And so what we do now is sort of what I described, which is we deploy content, we look at the data on the back end to see, okay, how many people engaged with this content? How many, what was our email open rate, click rate, opt-out rate, content engagement rate? You know, we can get down to, you know, videos, how far in they were watched and all that great stuff. But we're still going in as, as humans and looking at, the data, and then talking about how we can optimize it to create that never-ending optimization loop. And so what we came up with was a way to do that through AI. And Mm -hmm. so that's something that we're still working on. Like I said, we have applied for a patent pending. We should receive it probably in the next 12 months or so. So we haven't brought it to market and started working with customers on it. We're still figuring out how it works and how it can create value for different kinds of healthcare organizations.
0: That's really interesting. So it would be taking a look at these backend analytics and the whole optimization process, it would be automating it.
1: It would, so it yeah. would be taking a look at keywords. So just the way that we think about keywords and search, we would be able to look at keywords in email text. Mm. And figure out what the common keywords are in the most engaged with emails. Mm. And then we could replicate that and we could figure out how to optimize the content, leveraging the keywords that we know are engaging our target audience.
0: I love it. Yeah, it's a fascinating idea. And I think one that will provide a lot of value. The work's being done. And if there's a way to make it smart and and work on its own, it would be very very exciting. So kudos to you and your team, Danielle. Yeah, always, thank always you. looking ahead. This is very cool. So getting close to the end. This is the lightning round. So we're going to have a couple questions, quick fire, and then we'll finish that with your recommendation of a book to the listeners. You ready? Awesome. All right. What's the best way to through business help improve healthcare outcomes?
1: Measure them. I think that what we measure is what we improve.
0: What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid?
1: Don't assume that it's all figured out. We still have a long way to go.
0: How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change?
1: So I think protecting the core of what the organization does, but stimulating innovations.
0: What's one area of focus that drives everything in your company?
1: our HIPAA compliant software platform, and now oncology too. I would say those are the two
0: focuses. And these next two are, are more on a personal note. Number one is what is your number one health habit?
1: Oh boy. Um, my number one health habit is dancing. I'm an avid dancer, always have been, and it's just what keeps me healthy, sane, engaged, <laughs> energetic. <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: any particular dance?
1: So Preference. right now, I for the last decade or so, I've been involved in ballroom dancing.
0: Wow. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. There's definitely a lot of uh, style and beauty to that. So
1: There I, is. It's just a classic. I always love the dresses. And I think that's what
0: drew me to it. I love it. <laughs> Wanting to yeah. wear
1: one of those beautiful ball gowns. And now I get to do that and sort of drift into that world a little bit.
0: Good for you. You know, I always thought about, so when my wife and I were Getting ready for our wedding. We were, this was five years ago, we were doing dance lessons for the dance, the first dance. Yes. And yes. I got to tell you, it, like the mind works when you're figuring these things out. And then it goes into autopilot. There's something that needs to be done, or maybe it has already been done about mental health and dancing.
1: Oh, yeah. There are tons of studies. I think even for Alzheimer's. Right? recommend dancing yeah, yeah because huh. i mean i can tell I you when i'm it. dancing i can't focus on anything else it would be impossible to think Acting. about epic or patient education yeah um, yeah. yeah it's completely like a meditation and wow. there's a lot of parallels actually about partner dancing uh-huh. and then business because everything that comes out of my dance teacher's mouth i say wait like <laughs> I need You're to write fly that for down. my Business, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. This is so important.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so funny.
1: Similar, yeah. I
0: love it. I love it. And this next one is: what is your number one success habit?
1: I would say getting out of town, travel, yeah. and changing up my environment. We were talking about that a little bit at the beginning, but yep. um, I think that a change of environment just brings new energy, especially in living in New York and having totally. you know the winter. The Mm. winter doldrums kind of thing. So I think Mm. for me, that's been an important habit to just kind of keep on with the creativity and the innovative ideas.
0: Love it. And uh, what book would you recommend to the listeners?
1: Yeah, so I think that you know, in terms of health and patient engagement, I am addicted to my Google Alert. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, that's what I read the most every day. I have it set on patient engagement every day. I get amazing articles and links. Right now, I'm reading. I just saw Brene Brown last week speak at a small fireside chat, and so I'm reading Dare to Lead, and I really like it so far. And she talks about the importance of compassion and community. And it just made me think about how this applies to patients and caregivers who, who are really going through tough times. And I think I think deeply about always talking to patients and keeping what we're actually doing at the very center. We can get caught up in technology and project management and business stuff. And I think, you know, I really love
0: what she's talking about in that book. So I'd recommend that. It's a great recommendation. So, folks, again, go to outcomesrocket.health in the search bar, type in Daniela Koren, It's Coren, uh, it's K O R E N, or type in Arches, her company, and you'll see this podcast pop up with links to the book, Renee Brown's Dare to Lead, and all of the the short notes on the fire round, the lightning round that we just did. Before we conclude, Daniela, I'd love if you could just share a closing thought and then the best place where the listeners can connect with you or continue following your thoughts and work.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. This is super fun. And I guess, you know, the closing thought is to lead with compassion. And I think we're all patients. We're all going through something. We've all had an experience and uh, it's just looking at each other with a little more compassion and understanding. I think does help make the world a more positive place if you want to connect with me my email address is dk at daniela i'm happy to uh talk to you and uh tell me your thoughts love to share
0: i love it daniela well really again just want to say thanks for carving out time for us and uh, sharing your thoughts really appreciate you doing that thanks all